G'day and welcome back to the Shed of Basketball Truth. It is Studio 3, Episode 2 for the week. Episode 110. We are seven away from the Master Chief episode for those old school Halo gamers out there. And for everyone else, the just 117th episode. All right. So NBA, after a bit of boomers chat, is what we've got on uh, here today. Then we've got the local card shop of Woolongabba Crackham. We have a special treat. The king will be among us. Not LeBron, obviously, but uh, the the, the Crackham king himself uh, will be joining us for some local card shop of Woolongabba Crackham. But he'll be going head-to-head against... Well, I was a little bit mean last time, so let's 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 put it in a more positive spin for this episode. Uh, he is returning. He is really, you know, he's a really nice fella for a ginge. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were going to be nice. That was, bro. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite. Strangely, I don't think I've ever seen you actually play basketball, but you're still one of my favorite basketballers. I love to hear that. I'll take that. It's weird. I'll it's take weird. That as it is. I don't even know that. You, yeah, he, this guy might not even be able to make a free throw. I I cannot attest to him being able to. But lucky Nuttle, thanks for coming back, mate. Back to back, baby. I'm here. I love it. Thanks for having me on. Not a drama at all. All right. Well, look. Let's get into it. Uh, we talked. We we talked a lot about NBL one in the first episode of the week and NBL obviously. Uh, they. Had a FIBA break uh, before between the semifinals and grand final. Um, a little bit of an odd placement, but snuck it in there anyway. Xavier Cooks, I'm sure, is loving the break. I think both sides probably loved it. They probably got a bit of a rest and got ready for the – got a bit of a scout in too. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, and what – geez, you got to think what Taipans could have possibly done with – could have done with that week, but that's basketball. So, all right, let's jump in, mate. Game one. Look, both games, you know, both games at the Melbourne, uh, down in Melbourne at the State Basketball Centre, that's, it's actually a really nice, you know, stadium to be in. Um, That's where they did the NBL One Nationals. Really nice place to sit and watch. They got a fairly decent crowd in. Um, You know, it, it was obviously good to see. For let's be honest, Boomers were gonna win these both these games, and spoiler alert, they did. Yeah. But the the Bahrain game, there was genuine moments in that first quarter. It was like, oh dang, oh dang, something's uh, these guys are coming at us. Yeah, and I think obviously Boomers come in with I think that now that those games are being played I think they're, tw- they're well 11 and 12 yep. 11 of the 12 mm-hmm. because of the one uh, game that didn't get played mm-hmm. but yeah I, th- I think it's it's similar to what we saw you see it all the time with teams that are kind of just expecting to go in and, and catch the dub and get a bit of a shock in the first quarter and um but yeah I don't think there was a doubt that Australia was going to get that one done no, and uh, as you say, after the first quarter, by by halftime, we kind of had it. Like it was, it, it, it was in the bag, um, you know. But you know, some really great performances across the board. Uh, Wayne Wayne Chisholm for Bahrain. That was a big boy. Was yeah. a big boy able to step out, 
knocked down some threes and had some court vision about him. Um, but his work on the defensive end, obviously, you know, Bahrain did not have the deep bench. Um, yeah, that <laughs> I did love the big fella they brought on towards the end, the, cr- the crowd favorite, the 34. I am not going to try and say his name. I will butcher the guts out of it. But if you were watching the game, you'll know exactly what I'm on about. The home crowd lost their minds when he made a free throw. Like, you know, he just just a big unit out there giving it his all and God love him. I looked at him and it genuinely made me think, ooh, what what if I had a Bahrainian passport? Could and then an instant no you Muppet. There's no chance that no chance of that. But hey, made me think. <laughs> it, it's 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 a cool thing about those international games too though, because like there's guys that don't necessarily get the exposure they exposure they should, and there's dudes that can ball anywhere in the world, you know. So, yeah, it's cool. It reminded me a bit of the. I'm not sure if you've seen the video of Dwight Howard going against that insanely huge guy in the Chinese league. It reminded me a bit of that guy. He's just a huge human. <laughs> and then we obviously took on Kazakhstan on Sunday, and look, that wasn't the same there wasn't the same level of pressure in the first quarter in that one. No, it was, uh, uh, that one was more hours right from the jump, but still, you know, it allowed, uh, it allowed everybody a chance to come out, be a boomer. Um, Nick Kay, congratulations, sir. Uh, absolutely fantastic effort coming all the way back from Japan, even though your regular season team is still in the middle of their season came back um you know congratulations as well with the young and on the way it's all happening in nick k's world uh over the last couple of weeks but yeah just awesome that he wanted to come back and put on the green and gold and even though these were effectively dead rubbers we'd, we'd already qualified um and genuinely we probably still would have won these games fairly handily without him like obviously you know he is a big piece and big piece of that culture and everything that comes along with it, but uh, probably could have done without him. Wouldn't he? Wouldn't allow that to happen. Came back, got it done. You got to love that kind of spirit and energy that comes into the team. Yeah, it's really cool because um, those the boomers like they've blooded so many people over those tournaments. Like got people in, and they've all bought into that culture. So it's no surprise really that Nick K did it. But yeah, he's definitely one of those key guys that while the Patty Mills of the world are. A, out in the NBA that he still kind of stays true and, and it shows up to everything. So really cool. Yeah. And uh, while he was in Australia, he gave a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit of an un- unfortunate quote for us, you know, Brisbane style fans when he was like, yeah, you know, I'd love to come back to the Wildcats one day. It was like, Oof. Mm. like, obviously like you've got that connection there and everything, but <sighs> Brizzy mate, Brizzy, but you know, I get it. That's fine, but doors always open, I'm sure. Brisbane would love to have you at any point, Nick. Well, another guy that uh, has that Perth connection was Toddy Blanchfield. He had a big game in that one. I think he had 30 or so. Um, I think, based on what I've heard, could be making an appearance in the NBL One North this season. So, been rumoured around with uh, one team down south uh, who hasn't announced anybody yet. 
hint, hint. Um, <laughs> and then also, yeah, two of the clubs up north. So, yeah, I think it'd be really cool to get him back in the league because he's blistering hot. Might have not played as much as he should have in Perth or wanted to, but, um, yeah, he's someone who in the NBL 1 north is a dangerous player. Well, yes, definitely. So, look, fingers crossed and uh, sooner the better. Let's get a full season of Blanche. That's it. Let's do it. All right. Let's keep it moving. All right. Let's head over to the NBA. Couple of couple of interesting things. Now, I know you're a Portland Trail Blazers fanatic. What but happened? we're not we're not gonna jump straight into Did something happened? No, no, nothing of major importance. Okay. When we are gonna get to it, but we're not gonna jump straight in. Let's let's talk some NBA. Now, Kevin Love. First of all, I think it's, I talked about it last week when Maka was in. I think it's weird that the Cavs release, like, and then go, we love your work, but we're going to retire your jersey. Classic, it's not you, it's me. Break up sort of sitch. But can he actually help Miami, do you think? I think he helps Miami for the next 20 games of the regular season or whatever it is. Yep. I think once it comes playoff time, there could be some trouble. Just being an older body, I think for these next few games of the regular season, he'll help Miami get some boards, spread the court, shoot some threes. But I think once you come into a playoff environment where you're versing Celtics or a Bucks or whoever, um, getting in the pick and roll, being that little bit too slow against some of the younger guys, um, I think he'll get exposed pretty quick. Um, so I think I think it does help Miami get there. I think it then relies on the other guys to step up a bit once it comes into the postseason. Yeah, look, and you know, if you're Kevin Love, especially heading towards or probably more towards, if you've got a late season game against Kelly Olenek, look out, mate. Yeah, just just be careful. That's all I'm saying. Like we're not going to get throw fuel on that fire, but just be careful. Just be careful. Uh, yeah, look, uh, it, it's tough because so often these buyout guys, it just doesn't really work long term. It, it's more often than not, it doesn't work out than it genuinely, you know, kicks you way over the edge. So, uh, look, Kevin Love is did his time in Cleveland. Um, Stayed longer than most. Exactly. Uh, you know, re- really stuck with it and everything like that it didn't work out in the end he's in miami wish him the best of luck uh you know he's he's gone through his own mental health struggles which obviously we fully support here if you do need help um you know, do please speak to lifeline or beyond blue or jump on your um jump on your phone tablet wherever jump on their websites and there's lots of non uh face-to-face or um you, you don't you can find a lot of support without necessarily having to talk directly to somebody if you initially have those fears around that which is more than understandable uh went through his different challenges had that whole kerfuffle around being in the olympic team and then being cut late and basically being told after everything it was all that was all him like it was all he told us he was ready and he lied sort of stuff around it and this, that, and the other. Like he's he's been through a little bit of the basketball wilderness. Um, you know, be nice to see him kind of get back to you know towards the top ish. But South Beach isn't a bad place to go out. 
Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. And hey, you got to think someone out there will give him, you know, something. But he's not gonna. He, he can't be the Udonis Haslam um, of no. Miami because no. they've already got I'm one. Going. <laughs> exactly that. So, all right, let's let's move it along. Westbrook, the Utah Jazz legend, released. Will they retire his jersey? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> uh, look, same number. <laughs> same number, same zero. Uh, yeah, look, it's a bit of a debacle. Looks like he's heading to the Clippers. Um, do you see it working out any better for him there? It's a good question. I Okay, I'm going to say this as a perennial Westbrook doubter, mm-hmm. but... I really do want it to work out for him. There's uh, there's two ways you can kind of go out with your career, and that's mm-hmm. no matter what you're in. But I feel like he's kind of been flipped and gone to clubs, and they've kind of hoped that it works out. Um, but I think you know what you're going to get with Westbrook, and it's a matter of willing he, whether he's willing to accept the role that they give him. Obviously, they've got a new backcourt with him and I think Eric Gordon there now. So I think... Clippers also cover a lot of Westbrook's deficiencies. Like we know he's not going to shoot from a good clip sometimes. I think the last three seasons is it's like 29% or something from the three. It's no good, but um, sorry, that was my hater coming out. Uh, but we know there's going to be, there's going to be times when he's handling the ball, he's going to get turnovers, but I think on that team, they play at a bit of a slower pace. He's going to pick up the speed a bit. He's going to, be able to put the ball and be a facilitator for guys like Kawhi and PG and Eric Gordon um, and allow them to play their game. So I'm thinking he probably, they probably take away a few of his deficiencies in that team. It's just whether he's willing to buy into that role. Yeah. Look, I wish him the best. It's tough because within, he was in OKC and he was, he was effectively the man. Uh, he was the guy. He wanted out that situation. He was then dealt within four years to four different teams. Um, now in his second year in the Lakers jersey, he's now been bounced. He'll now play for, well, he'll be technically, um, or will have been on the books for three different teams in this one season. Yeah. So what's that? Six, six season, uh, six teams five seasons pretty crazy for you know when he was in okc he was the mvp right yeah uh, it's a bit of a fall from grace but like i think that player is still there somewhere um and yeah you want you want him to be able to win like obviously coming from he comes from la right he's from la um being able to have success there and do it the right way with guys that he's played with before with pg so yeah, you kind of hope that it works out for him, but the track record doesn't look good right now. No, no, you, you don't get a uh, you don't get a nickname like Westbrook, you know, for making everything that comes your way. But same time too, his name's Westbrook. It's really close. Like you know, even if he was average, someone at some point would have put those two things together. Yeah, surely. Yeah, surely. But yeah, look. You know, Probably a Utah fan, to be honest. Isn't, isn't that where he got the fan kicked out of the stadium? <laughs> Pretty sure they got banned from the stadium because of him there. So it wasn't an uh, ideal location. <laughs> there's been a few locations where he's had altercations with fans. And most of that, I'm totally on the side of Westbrook in that sense of, 
he's out there doing his job. Yeah, there's and a line. You're just going way over the top. Yep. Dial down your sugary beverages, put some manners back in, and come back tomorrow. Or you're out the door and you never come back. Well, yep. you know, if you do step over the line. All right. Ah, uh, look. LeBron picked up an injury. It's going to be a little bit longer than just a week or two. Here's the crazy thing about it, right? Yes, obviously, it hurts the heck out of Lakers' already cooked season. Yeah. Um, obviously, it hurts. Hurts more than when AD goes down, and when AD goes down, it hurts. So, obviously, anytime he you know falls over himself, it hurts AD. <laughs> but here's the crazy thing, though. Like, you'd have to think a similar injury for someone of this age, normally, career killer, right? 100%. And yet he'll still be back at some point this season. Yeah. And that's what you look at his career over the 20 seasons. You could probably count on your hand the amount of times he's been out like that, you know? So I don't think there's any question he'll be back for sure. Um, it does kill, it does kill a bit of the hope that uh, those LA fans like to have every now and then of like, oh, maybe, but. <laughs> LA fans every now and then, LA fans every year. <laughs> This is our season. This is our time. Like, chill, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they can't all be yours. Like, you are not the uh, Boston Celtics of the 70s. No. Chill. <laughs> but LeBron's also not sitting on the sidelines like half those dudes were with copious amounts of ice around their knees and wrapped around him. He's, he's just coming off and, and doing his thing. So you're kind of thinking he's probably going to go for another what? two, three, you never know like how many seasons he's going to keep going for. Well, you know, that's the thing. And it's one of my favorite LeBron style um, stories is, was it he used to go in for, I don't know if he still does, but like um, uh, the, the freezing of the legs and stuff for, yep. for rehab and all that kind of stuff. But um, the story of how he found it, his mum was in a shopping center getting her nails done and they had that in the shop next door and he went home, she went home and told him about it. And then he looked into it and then was like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Is that a LeBron story with quotations marks? <laughs> I knew, he's known a lot for those stories lately. <laughs> well, look, LeBron's story, inverted quote marks or not, you know, cool story. Yeah, like, very cool. You know, silly things that, you know, mums are always helping their boys, right? Exactly, yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, look, and unfortunately, um, uh, Ball, Lonzo, gone. Sorry, Mello. Mello gone for the season. Both balls now out. Yep. <laughs> out of the bag. Um, that news is, uh, yeah, look, just, just tough. Um, obviously, wildly talented. They're not going to rush him back in Charlotte. God, no, no need. No, no need for that. But. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, yeah, just a difficult run, um, uh, obviously. And the tricky thing for these um, balls is like they had that initial stuff with their dad being just obnoxious and everything. Um, then their game got to a point where it was like, okay, we can now just admire them for their game. Like yep. They can play. Yep. And then thankfully dad stepped away and we didn't have to listen to that every other day. Awesome. And now, unfortunately, they just keep picking up these, you know, medium sort of injuries. And it's like, oh, come on, fellas. Come on. What are we doing? Like, 
please get healthy soon. Don't don't be a total bust. Otherwise, we might hear from your dad again. No one wants that. So look, fingers crossed, uh, both back soon. But all right, I've stretched it long enough. It's Dame time, baby. Dame time. <laughs> That's it. When you're hot, you're hot. Yeah. And uh, wow. Wow. Well, you watched the game, mate. Went for 71. How do you do it? Um, I think maybe it's a bit of the uh, hangover from that three-point contest was definitely there. Obviously taking that out as well. But yeah, coming into that game, some of the shots he pulled, particularly to land on 41 at the half, some of the shots he was pulling, they were contesting them, particularly from deep two, um, and they were just falling, man. It was pretty to watch as a, obviously a Portland fan and, and, and a big, massive Dame fan. Um, but yeah, it was one of those games where, because I don't think there's there's many guys in the league where you look at and you're like, yep, he, he's going he's gonna to drop whatever it is, 61, 71. Um, like when uh, Donovan Mitchell did it, there's a guy like Devin Booker, he can do something like that. Um there's not many guys in the league now where you're like, yeah, okay, when he's hot and he's rolling, like that's that's a dangerous combo. So, yeah, it was insane game from him. Um, and he's been on a hell of a run the last 12 games. The only thing that hurts me though, mate, is unfortunately we're still sitting 11th, 11th in the West. So doesn't make a huge difference to uh, where we're standing. No, um, but did see a quote from him the other day talking about like the Russell Westbrook situation and yep. that sort of sense yep. of – like, you know, if he was to leave, he could be in that similar Westbrook situation. So obviously, you know, that's another element of why he wants to stay, which is obviously good for you. But as a fan, but obviously you want Portland to put something around him that isn't the same thing as every season that doesn't work or gets you close enough to get a first or second round rather filthy exit. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the fair share of Warriors eliminating us, and it's not fun. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a narrative that's been played probably the last five seasons, right? Like they they get in there, uh, they make it into the playoffs, they're hopeful, they have some good games, and then they just fall short every single time. And I've said it multiple times on my socials, but if they don't do something in the next two years, man, you've wasted him. So they need to put something there. Yeah, yeah. Look. Um... Just, I'm just thinking on the spot here. Uh, could we say, now I once said that um, the Kings are the Knicks of the, uh, of the West. Um, Portland, could they, are they like Minnesota, but average 10 games better every season? Kind of, I guess, like. Yeah, it's. I think it's part of the curse of being a small market team. You know, like you just don't get the attractive. Um, oh well, guys aren't as attractive to that location as they are to an LA or a um, or a New York. Sadly, I mean, they've never really performed that much in the last couple of years. But like, or a Boston or something like that. It's just not a location where guys want to go. So, it's a tough one because you're either getting dudes that are towards the end of their career career and they're using that like when we got mellow or you're getting guys that are about to start off like anthony simons and then you could see them getting shipped somewhere else um soon you know so it's it's a tough position for them to be in um and dame being as great as he has been and that's that's one of the reasons why i'm such a big fan like 
beyond him dropping 71 and being an amazing basketball player, the stuff he does off the court and his ability to be loyal to that franchise and really buy in and, and trust that that's the place you're going to win your championship or have your career uh, is one thing I've really admired about his career. So there's no knock on him. Like it's just down to the head office and then putting together something attractive to bring in someone else. Yeah. Well, look, you know, he's going to walk away. If he, if he stays there, he's going to be beloved like a Reggie. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things as as the game is changing and evolving and player empowerment and players moving, KDs, for example, um, you know, you, you we're probably going to see less and less and it's going to be rarer and rarer. But, you know, and, and he's done it a little bit differently. Like, obviously, Kobe and it was slightly different. He was trying to get out at different points and whatevers, but he stayed, you know, in the end for – all sorts of different reasons along the journey, but he stayed and got that love at the end, you know, um, and he, he's going to have that for Portland, you know, if he stays and if they don't deal him, which is another thing too, which, you know, it, for me, it's, it's that head scratcher. Like I get it. It's a business, but if someone's just given their, almost their entire career to you and you look at them at the end and just see them as a, it's like, well, geez, Come on, what what are we what are, what are we really doing here? But you know, uh, then you've got other people like your Danny Angers who see the Celtics of um, uh, like the the Larry Birds and the Kales, and he saw that situation as I won't allow my team to get to that point because they got too old, and it's like, well, yeah, but surely they can finish as Celtics if they want to. Yep, which is what they did. Yeah, and he, and he'll go down as. Like if he retired tomorrow, I think he walks away as the best blazer ever, and I think that's that's obviously a cool thing to walk away from with your career being one of the NBA franchises' best players ever. But I'm sure there's a lot of things that he looks at and is like, man, we just had that one year when <laughs> Lamarcus stayed and some other dudes hung around, and, and we got that. Then yeah, it would have been really the icing on the cake. But hey, never say never; it still happen. Indeed. All right. Well, look, we thought we might, since we've got you here, and who doesn't love a draft, right? Yep. So we thought we might do a, uh, and speaking of Camelo and LaMarcus, they're both still out there in free agency somewhere. Yep. So we thought we might touch on, we just do a, a three-on-three draft um, of some of the free agents that are still out there, not technically retired, um, but out there so and we're we're not going to count d rose yet because that situation is still ongoing at the moment um so we're talking players like your camellos your serge barkers your john walls your cambers it uh demarcus rajon lamarcus you know going joe colville avery badley there's a there's a big list of players who are available so we thought we might do a three-on-three draft Mm -hmm. of Players, and instead of as the player they are now, let, let's go with them in their prime. So try and put the best three okay. together. Okay, so we're gonna call these what the uh, uh, the nobody wants teams. The washed up draft. <laughs> oh, the washed up draft. Let's go a little something, something to it. All right. 
Well, look, let's let's just wave goodbye getting any of these guys on the show ever now, but that's okay. All good. All right. So you are my guest on the show. Oh, mate. So nice pick. that's exactly how you think it would go, wouldn't it? Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, go on. You may have the first pick as the guest. Go for it. Who are you taking first okay. as part of your three? Number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to look past Mello, right? Mello in his prime. But there's two there's two types of mellows. There's Nick's mellow or there's there's Nuggets mellow. I might be going the 2006 mellow. Oh, the mellow doesn't play defense, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I need I need a certified bucket getter on my team, all right? And, that, and he's that guy. So okay, okay, that's number one. Number one. All right. Uh look. Okay, in that case. Ooh, do I do I try and respond against your guys or pick go with big pieces? Uh ooh. I'm going to oh look look, I'll I'll bounce off you. Give me a Rajon Rondo. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be a firecracker. Yep. Gonna play a little bit D. Not, not heaps, but uh, enough on Mellow to maybe uh, it down slightly and this guy can pass yep you know he can literally get thread needles all sorts the shot came a little bit later but you know his layup was quite good he has amazingly long hands um so yeah easily able to palm shot not so great pass brilliant defense good layup for that first step was absolute fire was able to read defenses um, really well in that sense when he had good pieces around him, and I'm going to put good pieces around him. So, all right, might be running pick. out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, I'm not sure whether I should bring in a defender or just go all bucket getters. To be honest, right now, I know there's a few guys that could uh, potentially take Rajon Rondo out of the game with their mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. I think I think Rajon Rondo is a good pick because I think he'd really suit that three on three style of game. Mm-hmm. So. And um, high IQ guy. High IQ, exactly. But I'm going to go someone who puts a bit of pressure inside. Mm-hmm. Boogie Cousins. Demarcus Cousins, baby. Yep. 2015. Yeah. Like averaging 20 and 12 at the time or something <laughs> like that. At, at, um, but yeah, I, th- I think I think I'd, I'd probably put him in. Space the floor a bit. Melo can sit out on the three and shoot it. Demarcus can go inside. I think it's some. I'm shaping up here. I don't know. You give, next pick's important for you here. It is. It is. Uh, oh, yeah. And this is the problem when you try and react to things. Ooh. Look. Ay, 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 ay. Give me. Give me Surge. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's, here's why. Uh, big guy. Um, he. He's not a role player and I want him to have all the confidence in the world. So I'm going to take him before he ever played with Giannis. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's not the chef, but he thinks he is. So uh, give me him and Rondo, big body inside. Uh, OKC Rondo or maybe Raptors. I know. So it's OKC um, Surge or maybe Raptors. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good pick. 
Yeah. Uh, again, I've gone with the wrong strategy, so I'm I'm still chasing. But ah, uh, it, it is what it is. He got he got third. It's crucial. Third pick, mate. I'm surprised you didn't get him earlier. 2017 Eastern Conference Finals. As soon as we're coming up, it bro, Isaiah Thomas, baby. <laughs> that, that in 2017 that Eastern Conference Final, that, that was a different level of basketball right there, man. I'm telling you. So I'm putting him as my point guard. I've just got I've got a bunch of dudes that can put the ball in the hole, man. Not necessarily play defense. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, well, in that case, I'm gonna take uh, one of it's teammates. I'm gonna give me Avery Bradley. I was thinking about him to go against uh, Rajon Rondo, but that, that's a good pick. That's a good mm-hmm. pick. Uh, give me him. Can play D. Can hustle. You, he's consistent as all get out. You know what he is going to get in his prime. Um, <clears throat> Lakers didn't get that. Yep. Um, at the end, they also, you know, he was coming in way, way, way down the roster too. Um, so yeah, look, Avery Bradley for me was in his prime at the last time at the Celts when he really had the those last bits of faith he had um, yep. when he was pretty much out there starting all the time in that sort of transitional period between uh, Sugar, Paul Pierce, KG leaving and, you know, the new guard, uh, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown and uh, Tatum arriving. In, in that period, Avery Bradley was a bit of a beast some games. Um, his floor wasn't too low and his ceiling was somewhat medium, but you sort of, you always got really solid performances from him. Yep. And I've got his signature packed away in one of his boxes here somewhere too. So, you know. Emotional decision. Not always the right ones there, mate. <laughs> no, but to be fair, I took Rondo and from, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time looking at Rondo in a Celtics jersey. Yep looking at him thinking well, do something be better but you know you, you put decent ish pieces around him he can facilitate he can do stuff and i think in that three-on-three situation they're not too bad i do have a feeling we might get spanked by your team we might have to settle it on like 2k blacktop or something <laughs> when, you, when you can select your roster as long as i get to Get someone in who's actually good at 2K to play with my team. I'm horrible. I'm horrible. Oh, awesome. Then evil play, equal playing field. Exactly. I love exactly. it. I love it. All right, mate. That's uh, that, that's going to wrap up the NBA stuff. Are you ready for Kraken? I'm ready, man. I'm ready to go against the king. I think it's my time. Well, let, let's get him in here and let's do some local card shop of Will and Gabba Kraken. At the Capitals, does the ball ever lie, Steph? Never. Ever. All right. He's back. After all the talk and the chirp and everything else that's happened over the last few weeks in his absence, the king, the Crackham king, has returned for another round of local card shop of Woolongabba Crackham. The man, the myth, the legend, Anthony Kopskis. How you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. How you doing? Living the dream, mate. Living the absolute dream. All right. Now, obviously, I've got... Uh, Lockie Nuttall here with me. Now, last time... I thought you were talking about me before. Okay. Uh, Calm down, Lion. Calm down. Don't go back and listen to my previous attempt. (laughs) (laughs) Just live off what I say. Mm, No. Uh, Last time we had Lockie in, uh, someone got a spanking. 
Um, it wasn't that bad. Wasn't that, I think it was. Too, wasn't that good, though? I think that's what <laughs> Mal was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I, I think reckon, I, I think there was a couple the of. Oh, the, that... the last last two weeks, you would have got the dub. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Give, some, give, give some it. love to Mac. Give some love to Mac. <laughs> I will. No, you, you clap back. He, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's been clapping at you. Clap back. That's yeah. no worries. All right, guys. Well, we better get into it. We've got two packs, two amazing packs provided by the great guys. Thanks to Rob and everybody else down at the local card shop of Wool and Gabba. We've got a five pack of panini chronicles 2020 2021 and panini prism 2021 2022 nba trading cards first pack we're gonna crack is the chronicles we'll start with them a lot of rookies in these packs a lot of rookies i'll My just favorite. say that now i'll just so say that 2020 now. this is the 2020 2021 yeah. season yeah. yeah all right let's give them a crack all right, first card. For those of you at home who haven't played before, this is how it works. I'll just read the back of the card. Just the back. Obviously, anytime a name comes up, I'll say somebody. And, yeah, we'll go from there. And if you are at home, feel free to, <clears throat> at home, in the car, wherever you are listening from, yell at your radio. I'm sure you'll be able to beat one or even, you know, maybe even both these guys. And if you do, <laughs> get in touch with us here at the show. And, uh, yeah, we might make a dream or a nightmare come true for you online sometime. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. With two steals at Indiana on March 31, 2021, somebody set off on a streak that put him at the top of a list in Miami's record books. He made multiple thefts in nine consecutive games, the longest such streak in Heat history. Sherman Douglas set the previous team uh. mark with an eight-game run in 19... You know, Giannis? It's yes. It's got to be Jimmy Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butts, number 22. It yeah. is. And a nice number one in the uh, Chronicles. There. Nice little nice little card. Nice little card. Yeah, very nice. Classic, uh, classic situation. Same photo used not twice, but three times on the card. But, you know, that's fine too. <laughs> that's all part of it. <clears throat> all right, next card. So one... One to Antonio. Here we go. After spending two years in Nashville at Vanderbilt, somebody was back playing in Tennessee for the first time as a pro on March 22, 2021, taking on Memphis. The rookie scored five straight points to start the second quarter, sinking a three and a pair of freebies. Doing work on the boards as well, he wrapped up his return with five rebounds for oh, the Boston Celtics. Silence isn't good. No, not oh, good. No. Not good. Two years ago. Not good. There's a famous, uh, this guy has the same last name as a famous NFL, well, American football um, trophy. Oh, nope. Still crickets. Uh, Still um, crickets. Oh, Giannis. Yep. Is it um, oh, Aaron Neesmith? There you go. There, there you go. go. The, only, the only Vanderbilt player that I could think of was um, Darius Garland, and I was like, oh, he only played there for one year. I'm really lost <laughs> now. <laughs> well, you nailed it, mate. Aaron Neesmith. 
Thanks, All right, two zero. Come on, Lockie. You can I'm, do this, mate. I'm, do I'm, this. I'm letting him simmer into it, and we'll get back. <laughs> All right, injuries and roster turnover open the door for somebody in 2020-2021 season. The guard took advantage of the situation using his court vision and ability to pile up the points to earn the trust of Detroit's coaching staff. In his first 15 appearances, he logged two outings with at least 20 points and two performances with at least five helpers. For the Two years ago, Detroit Pistons. (laughs) One of my closely followed teams, you know. Um, (laughs) Number 38. Number name. 38. Rookie card, so, you know. Oh, y- Giannis, is it Sadiq Bay? It is not Sadiq Bay. It is not Sadiq uh, Bay. Any thoughts? Uh, so that's going to lock you out over there, Anthony. Lockie, any thoughts does, at all? Does he still play for Detroit? All good questions. All good questions. <laughs> <laughs> There are no bad questions, but, you know, I'm, I'm not going to give wild answers. I will give one clue. Mm-hmm. One clue. Uh, what do we got? Oh, look, he's same last name as a very famous kung fu artist. Like Bruce Lee. Oh, I know who it is. I Lee. know who it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know his name. Mm-hmm. Tell him, Lucky. Take a guess so I can get it. Uh, uh, Dame, sorry. Uh Saban Lee. There you oh, go. Here we go. <laughs> you got there. You got there. Wowzers. What's that laugh about? Tip Anthony? of your tongue. Tip of your tongue. All right. <laughs> on to the next card. Here we go. Dame? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dame time. On one. Giannis on two. Next card. Draining deep shots left and right. Somebody nearly doubled the previous Pistons rookie record for consecutive games with a three-pointer. Oh, Giannis. It is, it, I'm pretty sure it is Sadiq Bay in this one. It is number 41 for yeah. the Pistons. Again, Not anymore. Nope. Nice little rook card, though. Yeah, he, he's good. I'm very surprised they, um, they moved off him for so little. Yeah, but, you know, situational. NBA is mm. that classic sort of league where you know, Isaiah Thomas yeah. is in the, the second guy, not not the first guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, came to the Celtics, wasn't really seen as much in Phoenix, came to the Celtics, blew up. He's never been the same since at all the different stops. Mm. So except for those amazing pro ams he scores a hundred in. But you know, yeah. apart from that, of course. Right. Next card. We got this is the last card for this pack. Another rookie card. A luminescence Ooh. rookie card. Oh, this is nice. This is very nice. Okay. Uh, somebody embraced his role as Celtics rookie in 2020, 2021. I'm not a first, second, third, fourth option on this team. So when I come in, I have to find other ways to help the team win. He said to the Boston Herald. Has to be through defense. Through energy yeah. plays. Yep. Is it Grant Williams? It is not Grant Williams. So I give all uh, the rest of the clues over <clears throat> to one Lockie Nuttall. You are in trouble, Ant. I tell you that. You are in trouble. Yeah, that's what I feel it. I feel <laughs> uh, and it. when you do get the ball, it's making plays quick for the Boston Celtics. 
Lucky. Any thoughts? That, that was not a lot more quiz. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Is it? Uh, I'm trying to think of guys, uh, rookie guys on that team. Pritchard? Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard. Eight miles. Uh, yeah. Is indeed. All right. So, 3 2 going into the last four cards. It's a game. Yeah, it sure is. All righty. Now, we're going to crack open a Panini Prisms. As promised, 2021 2022. Uh, Prisms pack, four pack. And, ooh, not a single rookie card in here. <laughs> As a bit of a change up. There we go, yeah. Some All back. right. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do this. Okay, here we go. The Pacers were constantly in close games throughout the 2020 2021 season and appeared in seven overtime contests. Tied for most in the league, somebody helped them win five of those with clutch performances in extra periods. Damn. Oh, Dane was just ahead. Turner? Miles Turner? Miles Turner. It is indeed. Oh, for that the isn't who I was going to guess anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love the honesty, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, was going, I was going Brogdon. That was... <laughs> nice, nice. Again, honesty. I like it. All right. We are tied up. Three apiece. Three apiece. Three to go. Next card. In the second quarter of New York's matchup with Charlotte, on April 20, 2021, somebody caught fire from beyond the arc. The rookie hit four three-pointers on five tries. Giannis? Yep. It's got to be RJ Barrett? It is not. And the rest of the clues uh, go over Now I know who two. it is. But... Yeah. Oof. The rookie hit four three-pointers on five tries over the 12-minute stretch helping the Knicks pull away and snag a 109-97 win. He finished with 17 points in just 20 minutes of action for the Knicks. Mm. Come on, Lucky Throwback. <clears throat> number five. The numbers mean nothing to me, Mel. I'm sorry. Yeah, but they do for me. Five's my number, so. <laughs> uh, and this is my show, so I get to. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Also, the New York Knicks mean nothing to Let me. Either, but... <laughs> hey, that's half the fan base of everywhere is aggressively <laughs> against or just doesn't care. So I'm, I'm happy to open this one up to Ant. I feel like I've, I don't have much in here. I don't uh, think. It's Giannis. It's got to be Emmanuel Quickly then. He is a fast gentleman yeah. indeed. Emmanuel Quickly. Yeah. All right, four, he was on last three. week's show. That happens, mate. That happens. Jeez. That's the luck of the cards. Right. Yeah, I think I've had. Well, I think I've had Jimmy Butler at least like seven times over the. <laughs> and to be fair, the quickly card we got last uh, last week was a rookie card from the Chronicles pack. So right, you know, different pack, different card. Mm -hmm. Come on, Mark. this is that was freshman. This is sophomore. All righty, here we go. Whether he's hauling in and finishing an alley-oop lob or driving into the lane with the rock, somebody is always looking to throw down a rim-rattling dunk in 2020-2021 season. The center vaulted over the de defense to record 93 slams in just 45 games. Tops on the Celtics and 13 most in the league. So for the Boston Giannis. Celtics. 
Yes, Anthony. Mr. Roberto Williams. Doctor Who himself, the Time Lord. The Time Lord. There you go. Robert Williams the third. Indeed. I really love that that stuck for this whole time. Like he just didn't turn up for one plane ride and then his <laughs> nickname the Time Lord ever since. Hey, it's way better than um old Swaggy P. Yeah. <laughs> Way better. <laughs> At least someone else gave him the nickname. He yeah. didn't give it yeah. to himself. All righty. Okay. Here we go. Last card. It is technically over, but for pride, Lockie, let's, yeah. Like, yeah, no, let's do this. Yeah. The NBA's. Okay. This is, is that go- all we get? This is going to go quick. All right, let's guess now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, the clue on the back is going to give it away super quick. So I'll go, I'll give out some other options first and then okay. I'll read that. Okay. Can I uh, can I guess before you say it? I reckon it's just going to be LeBron. You're just about to say like the NBA's second leading score or some shit. No, no, <laughs> not what I was going to say. Uh, numbers mean nothing to you. You said before, Lockie, uh, but yeah. I'm going to give one for this one. Number 34. Damn. Yes. Is it Giannis? Isn't he 34? <sighs> Suck a bet. No. Different 34. Oh, that was a, that was a good guess. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Uh, let's see. Can I go another one? Damn. Uh, yeah. Shaq. No. No, he it would have been, <laughs> surely. Damn. Uh, no. Okay. So this particular player's... First two words of their nickname was also a pop artist back in the 90s. Oh. Yeah. Is yeah. this like a current player? No. Uh, Throwback. Is it technically? Giannis, is it, is it uh, Charles Barkley? It is not. Technically, no. still hasn't retired, I believe. He never actually retired, just didn't sign a contract. Massive shoe what? collection started giving it away. Very oh good at God. three pointers. No, when was the last time he played? Very good. Uh, last time he played, I believe, was in a heat jersey. This is, this is embarrassing. Giannis, is it Ray Allen? It is Ray Allen, oh, number 34 for the Milwaukee Bucks. And if I had oh, have read I the have... back, the NBA's career three-point king. Ah. Somebody was or so so somebody was also known for cruising to the basket in Milwaukee. So that would have ruled out Steph Curry. Um I have and I have Reggie. That jersey. <laughs> you have that jersey indeed, you do. Uh ooh. I put it in my hands. Whew. In your no, ooh, actually I don't think you do. You have the one with the uh the deer the, on the, the buck yeah, on the, the, deer front. On the front. Yeah, this yeah. is just the purple. Uh, okay. Purple with the green. Like the the, the green Michael engine. Red mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Ray Allen, 34, not Giannis, 34. I thought I might sucker him into that one. I didn't think I'd sucker yeah. you. Well done. Well done. Caught the well, bait. Well, jumped on it quick, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to have a situation because I think last round I, I didn't say Dame and I didn't want to miss yeah. it. So. <laughs> Dame, Dame, Dame. Was it Dame? <laughs> and, of course, Sugar Ray Allen. Uh, Sugar Ray, the band back in the uh, 90s. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But yeah, uh, also had a big shoe collection, started giving it away. And yeah, the rumored for a couple of season after, seasons after, because he never technically came out and retired. Right. So there was always the question yeah. marks on whether he would, Who was he gonna what, sign what for? was he yeah. doing, this, that, and the other. But uh, yeah, um, unfortunately, don't live anywhere near him. So I wasn't able to get any of those shoes because he was like, pretty sure I was leaving them in weird and wonderful places and like leaving clues and different things. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, that yeah right but uh you didn't leave any in australia uh <laughs> <you> no <laughs> damn it <laughs> well, i'd like to say i would have been all over that but uh <laughs> no, it didn't happen but yeah so a huge thank you once again to the local card shop of will and gabba thanks thanks guys love your work you do an absolute great job in supporting our show so thank you very much Right, that's going to wrap us up here. So, all right, Lockie, thanks for coming in, mate. Appreciate really appreciate it. it. Um, and Ant, the Crackham King. Well, you're the king oh, to the king no more, mate. So, yeah. you know, but keep up, uh, keep up the good fight, and uh, maybe we'll find a challenger who'll take you down one day. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But thanks again, mate. All right, that's going to wrap us up here as well for our second show of the week. Uh, please do jump on the socials, like those things we're putting out there, sharesies, all that kind of stuff. Um, if you would like to really support the show, you can jump onto our um, jump onto our anchor page or through Spotify and follow the link. Uh, Ninety nine cents a month is all it is, and it does do a great job in supporting us. Thank you to those people who already have, and to those future people who I know who will. But until you're listening to us again, just remember, that ball don't lie. It never does. I thought you were going to do it, Lucky. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure the same awkward situation happened last, last time as well. <laughs> <sighs> See what I got to work with, guys? All right.